Welcome to the Shift Daily Podcast. I'm Eric Chapman. It's a daily bite-sized morsel of our four-hour middle-of-the-night radio show. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the show, and share with anyone you like. Get it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and CuriousCast.ca. The Shift Daily Podcast starts right meow. We're talking about what is the one sandwich that you remember having. I want you to call right now, because if this fails for Andrew... It's Andrew's fault. It's lights out. For it's me. lights out. So <laughs> wow. save Andrew's job. They're, by call- there's lit- they're <laughs> drilling a hole in the window as we speak. And if, you know, in four hours, we've only gotten one call. They're throwing me out of it. 877-399-9898. What is the one sandwich you remember having? The one sandwich that changed your life. Apparently, everybody's got one. I have probably two or three. I'm going to be honest. Ooh. I've been trying to narrow it down, but it's impossible. 877-399-9898. Keep Andrew's job for him. What is the one sandwich that you remember having that changed or your life? Or doom me. I don't know. Matt, do you have one? Well, I feel like my life gets changed every time I have a really good sandwich. Well, that's my thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, but um, it's, it's not a specific sandwich, but any time that I have like a homemade, mm-hmm. uh, so let's say sourdough. Oh, you hit me right there. S- Gotta be sourdough. Sourdough, servlet salami, and just oh. plain old mustard. Oh, yeah. Um, what did you call me? What? Servlet salami? Servlet salami. What's that? What style of salami is that? It's like, it's just some... Just some style? Just some nice, good salami. Okay, okay. I've just never heard of it. Um, and, uh, yeah, but the, the conditions are more important than the sandwich um. because I'm usually having that sandwich when I'm going out on, on a, like a big road trip or anything like that. Oh, so this is your prep meal, this or is, is it a meal for the road? Road sandwich, man. Road oh, sandwich. Oh, you sandwich. have a road sandwich, yep. Matt. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Servalat is a sausage produced in Switzerland, <laughs> France, and parts of Germany. All right. Servalat salami. I'm into that. How long were you trying to do this, this question? At least a week. At least a week. At least a week. Shane was like, no, I'm not having it. Yep. He didn't do it. God bless him, Shane. Um, Vindication. But we did, and Andrew was happy. So we'll get to Andrew's ch- sandwich that changed his life in just a few minutes. But 877-399-9898. Calls and texts. A couple texts here. Salisbury House, Winnipeg, late night sandwich rules. Ooh, late night sandwich. Late that, night sandwiches, man. That changes the game, late too. Late night is an entirely different genre yeah. of sandwich. Yeah, because it's like a, a, a the temperature of the air in your beer as well. A hot day and a cold beer. Yeah. Awesome. Late night, awesome sandwich. I think it's a late night sandwich. The more kind of degenerate the sandwich is, the better it oh, is, yeah. the later it gets. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, the yeah. Sloppier, you get freaky. Yeah. The sloppier and just yeah. pouring it is, the yeah. better it You're is. You're putting like cabbage rolls on the sandwich. And, you just, and, it's, and it's the gl- most <laughs> glorious thing you could <laughs> yeah. envision at the time. Yeah. I uh, got a text from Randy at 877-399-9898. An old restaurant in Ottawa called Nate's. Had a huge, enormous Montreal smoked meat sandwich with loads of fries and dill pickle. My God, just simply <laughs> heaven. Num, num. It is. It's life-changing. Oh, man. That Montreal smoked meat on a poutine, too, is oh top-notch. Okay, Andrew, we'll get to yours, too. I know you've been waiting to say it, but 877-399-9890. We'll go to Catherine in Surrey. Catherine. Hey, dude. Dude. <laughs> I I have two. One's healthy and one's not. Okay, give me okay. both. Give me both. Okay. You have to have white bun with mm-hmm. mustard, mm-hmm. sliced beets. They're mm-hmm. pickled beets, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love and pickled beets, yeah. <laughs> you got me so the, far, yeah. 
in the thickest slab of cheddar cheese. Yeah. Oh, it's to die for. That's it? That's right? all you're putting on there? Yeah, but it's good. Trust me, and it's hard. It's messy, right? No, don't get me wrong, Catherine. I'm not knocking it. I'm just like, wow, oh. that's not a lot of ingredients. Okay, so that's a healthy one. No, no, I'm healthy. That's a health. The giant slab of cheese is your healthy sandwich, Catherine. I like where this is going, Catherine. Hey, calcium, dude. Oh, cal- you need calcium. Calcium. She said. Okay, now. <laughs> yep. Okay, now. Now we got Hungarian salami. Ooh. Or sausage, whatever it is. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. But it is so good on white bread with just butter. Oh, really? Eh? Yeah. Are you a white? It's that round? Hmm? You like? Are you a big fan of white bread, Catherine? N- no, no, not when I'm in my healthy mood. Okay, okay, right. Okay. When you're eating your slab of cheese, you won't eat white bread. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it, it, it's it's the taste. Okay, if you want if you want the full grain taste, it's a whole different ball game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, these sure. are these are treats. These aren't something you're going to eat every day, right? Okay. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm not knocking anyone's sandwich. Your flavor's your flavor. Oh, but they're to die for. Oh yeah, I agree. Okay, thanks for calling, Catherine. Eight seven seven three nine nine ninety eight ninety eight. Um, I got this text from Doug. Hello, not Shane. Sigh. Oh. Oh. I can do this in Shane's voice. How do I do Shane? I just don't. Many moons ago. I don't know how to do Shane's voice. (laughs) Many, many moons ago, an older brother looked too impressed, in part, the perfect sandwich to the perfect little sister. The result, the Dagwood. Peanut butter, dill pickles, cheddar cheese, with possible addition of eater's choice of deli meats. Bonus points if we see an additional layer of bread. Ooh. Mm. Triple-decker bread. Hint, sourdough will kick ass. Doug. That was very cryptic, but I, I, I'm smelling what you're stepping in, Doug. I, I say that as Shane. Sorry. Not Shane. Not Shane. <laughs> uh, got another call here from John in Surrey. Hi. Hello there. Hello there. Talking about sandwiches now, there was a sandwich. John, there. one second. One second. I just okay. stopped. Are, am I on speakerphone? Uh, yeah. Can you take me? Oh, can you take me off? It sounds horrible. We can barely understand what you're saying. Yeah, no rush, man. Do your thing. Yeah, how's that? Oh, 100%, 100%. better. Yeah, go for it, John. Okay, Hit good. me. Okay, well, when my family back in the day, going to school, we survived off of this one sandwich that we had. Okay. And it was, you know, the, you know, little, there's a little tin, it's called devil's ham. Devil's? It's like a tin, it's about half the size of a tuna can okay it's called devil's ham yeah okay we had two pieces of bread yeah with this there's five kids with this tiny little can and my mom had to spread that little can of meat through five sandwiches yeah. and a bit of ballpark mustard and that was i mean we lived with those darn things for like five years really eh yeah do you still eat it now so, but you know what no. i have to have one every once in a while now yeah because I just have to, because I just, you know, they're so ingrained in me, right? Yeah, whether you like it or not, you got to have it. Yes, right. Yeah. So, yeah. I, after later on in life now, yeah. I did discover a sandwich, okay? Okay. And uh, this, the story is to put them out. The, the store that started with a, a big S. And it was way Safeway. Yeah. Anyways, they had this, it's, it's, a, it's a whole French loaf. And they call it the, the lumberjack, right? Yeah. 
And now the Safeways aren't there anymore and all that. So I said, now, like, ah, damn, there's my favorite sandwich. It was the whole French loaf. Uh-huh. It had turkey, beef, ham, cheeses, lettuce, tomato. It was just loaded. I mean, you couldn't buy stuff to meet this thing. Wow. It was only nine ninety five. Oh, dang. The whole French loaf. The thing was like a football. Oh, that's a great right? deal. Yeah. So now I think it was, well, it was this other store took it over, took, took, took them over to a little cave on. Or, I mean, save on. Mm-hmm. You heard about that loop falling in that mm-hmm. one time years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyways, now they they, uh, re- they revive that. Now they call it the Dagwood. Oh, yes. Somebody was saying it. The Dagwood. That's right, It's a yeah. whole French loaf. Yeah. And it's like, when people see you have that, when I take it to work for lunch, people see you open up your your uh, sandwich, your, your lunch bag, with that in there. They think you've you got a whole complete... French loaf? They think you brought food for like, everybody. What the yeah, right. <laughs> right? Where's mine? Where's my chunk of the sandwich? Oh, and they're, they're looking at their mouth are watering. Oh, Where yeah. did you get that? Uh, none of your business. It's all mine. Thanks for the call, John and Surrey. Yeah, let's go to Lee in South Surrey. What's, your, what's the sandwich that changed your life, Lee? Well, first of all, I remember uh, deviled ham, so <laughs> I oh, just aged myself. Oh, um, my fa- Well, I'm not a big meat eater, but... Okay. Um, there was this sandwich. This chef in this particular restaurant was mm-hmm. just a brilliant, and she would use the um, what do you call it? The prime rib oh, okay. for her sandwiches. And um, whenever I've had a prime rib in, in you know when I was young and stuff, I, I never really enjoyed them because they were never really good meat. They didn't taste very good. They were tough. So I went in one time and I thought, well, I'll try the prime rib sandwich. And the flavor was absolutely amazing. Wow. And I, I, that's the only place I ever went to have a sandwich. And huh. um, you could have, um, I used to get fried onions in it. Yeah. Uh, lettuce. Um, what else? I would either go between a Dijon mustard or sometimes I'd switch it out for um, cranberry sauce, believe it or not. <sighs> But the taste of the prime rib was just to die for, and I don't think I've ever experienced anybody putting prime rib in a sandwich. I've never heard of this before. Yeah, and it was toasted. It was toasted, and and it was just brilliant. And and she's not there anymore, so I can't name (sighs) the restaurant because I'm mad at them (laughs) for letting her go or whatever they did. She was brilliant. I would hold that grudge too, Lee. Don't worry about it. Yeah, the only other one, just one more that I have, is um, the best... uh, corned beef pastrami that you can have in mm-hmm. it, and and I just don't know where you can get it now. Except I found one place recently, mm-hmm. and I'll say their name if I can. <laughs> Please. And that's in Stevenson. Okay. At D Original Sausage House. Okay. It's a German um, sausage, and they make yeah. all their own stuff from scratch. Ooh. It is to die for. Ooh. It is heaven in there. So you go in there and you get that. You go home and you've got to have the real true fermented pickles without vinegar in them oh yeah you gotta get what is this oh my goodness hold on i need a second what do you what are these pickles more well they're just fermented from scratch with salt just salt and you have to search them out or do them yourself and you do those and they're, they really make your tummy feel good. Yeah. So you have the best pastrami or corned beef in oh, the man. world. You put those tons of pickles with the best um, organic mustard you can find, Dijon or some kind of grainy mustard. Oh, God. 
and you're just toast. Oh, <laughs> no pun God. intended. Lee, that was wonderful. You just described okay. heaven to so many people. Thank you so much. Okay, I just need a minute. Silence. <laughs> Silence. That pickle sounded amazing. Oh I've never heard of such a thing. This oh is wonderful. What's the sandwich that changed your life, Aaron? <laughs> oh, hey. Hey. Dude, that was amazing. My cheeks were pinching and stuff, right? It was like going They're to juicy, church, right? It was actually juicing up. Oh, my that God. Woman, that's amazing, oh, man. Oh, He's on mustard and like pastrami and corned beef. Oh, like, who doesn't want to love that shit, right? Oh, my God. Sorry, yes. I don't mean to say that. That's but yeah. fine. So, but yeah, so um, I'm in Calgary. Yes. And I go for hikes all the time with dogs. I've lost your dogs. Okay. And so, yeah, so I, I, I'm, I'm basic. I have like my Dempster bread, my wrap, and I um, have a Sonterra. Venison smoky and some onions and just wrap that stuff up yeah. and go west with some dogs. And I just, so when you, you don't have to worry about bear spray when you're out west, when you have onions and venison, because if you <laughs> fart and stuff, right, they don't like you. So, no, but it's true. But it's actually true. So my dog actually, my foster dogs actually fart and stuff, right? So it's really Stop, true. Just, so, Aaron, is it true that farts deter bears? Is that factual? I really, I, but I don't know that, but I never, I don't carry bear spray. Like, I have vacations and I don't carry bear spray. I, we made treaty. We make peace with bears. We make, we, and we it made works. peace with, like... Well, I've never been attacked, so I I hike all the time. But without bear spray, but I promise you this: like yeah. venison smokies at Santerra are the best. But that woman, oh my goodness, that's like my I know, right? pinching and stuff, right? I know. That's I'm gonna. Juicy. I'm going to. I'm gonna get uh, Andrew to pull that, and we're gonna play that right? a couple times just Please to describe post that it. Recipe. I would love. Right? To, I would actually like order that kind of like corned beef and that sound. That's amazing, man. But yeah. <laughs> So my, my personal thing here in Calgary, yeah. out west, yeah. is just like onions and like venison smokies from Santerra and yeah. a Dempster wrap. Go out west. You don't need anything but a dog. You're fine. I promise you that. But yeah. <laughs> lit right awesome. Up. Thanks, Aaron. Dude, that was a great news, call. I promise you that. It's, it's fine. Okay, yeah. awesome. No. Okay, have awesome. a good night. <laughs> Thanks, you too. <laughs> dog farts deter bear. Uh, you know what? I would, I would never argue that. That sounds absolutely I don't, scientific. I also don't want to test it. No, I, I would. Oh. I would uh, I would gladly. Just you and Teeny just trucking out in the woods. Oh, every time I pick up Teeny, she farts right in my face. Oh, it's dude, hilarious. Perfect. And they stink so oh, yes, bad. All right, let's go to Ken. Ken, what are you saying? Sardines, meal, walla walla onions, top that with uh, place tomato, yeah. dill pickle, mustard, and peanut butter. Whoa. That's a curveball oh. right there, Ken. Peanut oh. butter, eh? Peanut butter. Wow. Yeah. Is that your regular? Do you eat it on the regular? No, not on the regular. No, it's a tr- it's a special treat sort of thing. That's right. Yeah. And another word for the silver boys will be leaving Cal in about two weeks time. Sorry, say again. The silver boys will be leaving oh. Cal in about two weeks time after they yeah. tune them up. Yeah. I have no idea where they're going from here. Yeah, no, no. Well, that's uh, that's historic. Yeah, Ken, thanks for calling. Thanks for the sandwich. That sounds delicious. Yeah, we're going to see with the snowbird thing. Um, it was said to be a bird initially, but they're thinking it might be something else. So, uh, yeah, we will wait and see what happens with that. Thanks for the call. Penny in Abbotsford, what's the sandwich that changed your life? A hot turkey sandwich at Christmas. Ooh, hot turkey sandwich with yes, the gravy yes. and the cranberries. With gravy oh, and everything. Yeah. Oh, Penny. <laughs> Oh, Penny, yes. Good one. <laughs> now, are you a cranberry sauce? or Yes, the, the... Eric, you make me laugh. Oh, you really thanks, Penny. Do. Oh, good, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to dream of the sandwich you suggested. Thanks for calling, okay. Penny. Okay. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night. 
I forgot about you know what I ate today? I didn't even realize this today. I ate a brie. Okay, it was it was cranberry bread with brie, yeah, yeah, prosciutto, yeah. and arugula. You oh, mentioned the arugula. It was so bougie. Yeah, it was very bougie. It was, it was a fancy bougie, sandwich. But that yes. sounds absolutely Sometimes delicious. you got to fancy the sandwich up. To. Okay, let's take two more calls before we go to break here if we have some time. Let's go to Brian in Edmonton. What's the sandwich that changed your life, Brian? Well, uh, the one that I had when I was eating out was a deep-fried Cuban. That is my, that's deep, my ultimate favorite. Deep-fried Cuban. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I like, yes. where, I like what I'm smelling what Brian's stepping in right now. Go ahead. And the uh, the one that I've made was a deep fried bacon wrapped grilled cheese. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Again, I'm gonna need a minute. So you wrap the grilled cheese. How many types of cheese? Just one type of cheese? Is this one cheese grilled cheese? No, I do three types. Oh, of course you do. Of course you do. You know what I like to do with my grilled cheese, Brian? Is I like to put the cheese on the inside, but then just grate a little bit of cheese on the pan. On the yeah, and then put yep. the pan. Yeah, yeah. Artisan style. You're you're wrapping your cheese in bacon, dude. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, so baby. Much respect. Thank you, Brian. I love you. You just changed my life. Oh, Gigi called back really quick. Gigi, let's and then we'll get okay. to Andrew. What's your the sandwich that changed your life, Gigi? I don't know. If you're talking white bread, then you got to go either sourdough mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or Italian or French. Mm-hmm. If you're going white bread, you can't just say white bread. You got to be specific. Oh, well, okay? I'm just talking like talking Wonder Bread. Cheese. I'm talking it's straight Gouda. Wonder Bread. Okay, it, sorry, go ahead. Gouda. No Wonder Bread. No, no, no forget <laughs> it. I'm talking a wonderful bread, which is either sourdough, yeah, or yeah, Italian or French. Okay. 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 And and then uh, Gouda. And um, Asiago, you, you can put some fried um, portobello mushrooms in there and onion. Yeah, it's good, eh? That's delightful. Bravo. Yeah. Oh, are you, you Italian? You can put prosciutto salami. Wait, Gigi, yeah. are you Italian? Well, you know what? Mia familia Italiano. Ah. And I'm a Nero. You capisce Nero? I have what? What did you call me? Me. I'm black. Oh, hey. oh Okay. <laughs> I don't speak I'm a mix. I'm a mix, fellow. Uh, oh, wow. That's yeah. awesome. And you know what? Whatever you eat, it's yeah. got to be worth the wait. W-E-I-G-H-T. Yes. Okay. And it's oh, all Gigi. Gouda, Gigi. It's all Gouda. Oh, yeah. Yeah, girl. Yeah. And Asiago. <laughs> You're ag- oh, I, lo- I want you to speak Italian to me all night. I love this. Porca miseria. Thanks for calling, Gigi. <laughs> Ciao, fellow. Ciao. <laughs> Oh, Gigi's adorable. I love her. Okay, Andrew, hit me. What is it? So it, Send me to church, Andrew. It was a, you know, they still do this, but <laughs> Safeway makes a mean sandwich. Oh, uh, two callers mentioned yep. the S in the way. So there was, there was, there was, there was the Dagwood, the, the giant friggin' things that yeah. you can kind of pick up and, you know, feed a family That's of three, That's the French four. loaf one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I like to go to the custom counter. I'll get oh, the, the herb bread. Of course you do. And the, the Italian herb, I'll get okay. spinach. Yeah. Extra red onion, extra pickles, banana peppers, Havarti cheese. If they've got uh, a spicy salami or a capicolo, that'll be going on there. Uh, honey ham, uh, garlic aioli, mm-hmm. a bit of regular mustard, and just load it with black pepper and toast it up. Wow. Yeah. 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 That black pepper made that just that made the night right there. You, 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 but you, you should not put the salt because of all of the meat in there. 
if you put salt, it'll be too Too salty. salty. I don't sandwich a salt a sandwich often. Yeah, I I almost never do. Unless it's just like a tomato and cheese, a feta one like that. Something super simple, yeah. But no, that is, I I remember vividly, I was 11 years old. Oh, wow, really? You remember the day that this happened? I remember. This was before a piano lesson on a Saturday morning. Wow. And I had this sandwich, and I I don't know what it was. (laughs) It is stuck in my head. You know every detail to it. Do you get it often? Have you gone back for it, or have you just remembered this sandwich? I have never gone back for this specific sandwich. I'll, I'll sometimes get something similar. Why not? Oh, okay. So you're but, just but experimenting. Ma- but I think I think it holds a place of sanctity in my in, in my in my heart. <laughs> Stop it! I just Stop it! I Andrew. don't want to defile the memory. Wow! Right? Okay. So like, I'll happily, you know, I'll you know, I'll, I'll be the first to say that yes, I do like you know my Subway cold cut combos. They're cheap. They're filling and they're good. Yeah, but that's not the same. You, no, you would never make a sandwich. Same. I would never make a sandwich like even a deli sandwich. I wouldn't make it at home or no. like I would at Subway. No, but there, it's totally different. I will say there is one place that I want to shout out to in yeah. Vancouver. If you're ever there, go to La Grada del Formaggio on Commercial Drive. Okay. Okay. There you go. Just shout out. Just Ciao do Bella. It. Ciao Bella. Ciao Bella. <laughs> Oh, I want to do get Gigi to do IDs for the show in Italian. <laughs> Gigi, please. Oh, I love you, Gigi. Thanks for listening. This is the Shift Daily Podcast. We're going to talk to Greg Fish in just a sec from World of Weird Things. But um, got a couple texts about the best sandwich ever that changed your life. 877-399-9898. Um, so, oh, someone was asking me if I play there. Good song. I saw those. You took them down, Matt. I'm sorry. I'm going to read them anyways. Is that okay? Uh, yeah. Okay. Who chose the song? It was Boys in the Bright White Sports Car. That was Trooper. That was obviously Matt. <laughs> if there's a good song, it's probably Matt. And then the question after that was, do I play? I used to play drums like two lifetimes ago for a very short amount of time. But now I just sing backups in a funk band and play the tambourine. That's the only instrument I play. Hey, the tambourine's awesome, though. I, I, nothing. I didn't say anything was wrong with the tambo. What are you assuming here? What are you assuming? That you're eating while you're on the radio. I am. It's a banana. Oh, God. You put, turn that mic on again and you're fired. Oh, God, no. Okay, Greg, are you there? <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm here. Are you listening to this train wreck just unfold in front of you? Well, it sounds like a typical shift. <laughs> he's, he's not wrong. Damn Thank right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Greg, we're talking about sandwiches and the sandwich that changed your life. So I got to ask you, is there, is there a sandwich in your world that you... That just stops your stops time for you that you love so much. You know what? No, not really. Mostly no. because like the sandwich is the most versatile food ever. Anything yeah. can be a sandwich if you package it right. So I I, I don't know if I can just like pick just one. <laughs> anything is a sandwich if you package it right. You just mean anything between two loaves of bread. You're making sense. Don't get me wrong, but. Yeah, 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 basically anything, yeah. anything between two or or anything that's like wrapped in a repeat or anything that's in the wrap, you can make a sandwich out of anything. Right. Yeah, I guess they're pretty like ambidextrous. Like a wrap can be a sandwich and a sandwich can be a wrap. Okay. All right. So no, is there open your mind? <laughs> Lots of possibilities there. <laughs> is there a tradition now? Uh, your your homeland is Russia. Is there a traditional Russian sandwich that that the world is f- um, familiar with? Well, technically Ukraine. Uh, Sorry, but, oh, I apologize, you know Ukraine. Okay. And you know what? I don't think so. I, okay. I can't. I can't really think of any like specific sandwich. Okay. It's not like Ukraine and Russia aren't really known for that much of their food culture. Like, I mean, everyone knows borscht, which is a beet soup, oh, I which love is borscht. like. I, I had enough of it to last me a lifetime, so I'm good from here on in. Uh, no offense. No, it's fine. It's fine. But you're telling me that Ukraine and Russia aren't known for their uh, culinary, culinary attributes. It's mostly potatoes and borscht. 
Well, it has to be basically meat and potatoes because of um, long, sad history. But the shorter version is there weren't a, there weren't a lot of things to go around, and people just needed to fill their bellies. Right. Yeah. Wow. We'll have to get into that one day because that's an interesting history, definitely. Okay. But today we're talking about mining asteroids, and I love this. I love and hate it, though, Greg, because I, I think it's cool, but. Can we please just, like, fix the things that we're doing wrong here instead of, like, spreading our distaste to the rest of the galaxy? Well, see, that's the thing. If we wanted to fix some of the things that are very wrong on Earth, we can turn our attention to asteroid mining. Okay. So it sounds crazy, but it actually does work out. Because here's the thing. When we mine stuff on Earth, there's a lot of – well, first of all, we destroy habitats for animals. Right. Um, second of all, there are all sorts of um, there are all sorts of lands where um, there's a lot of valuable gold or platinum or rare earth uh, minerals that we need to use to build our technology, and there are indigenous people there who mm-hmm. either get displaced mm-hmm. or um, they might not get the best position in negotiating for rights to mine there. Um, obviously, the mining process itself uh, either releases a lot of toxic materials or there are spills. Um, but So mining is not the most environmentally friendly activity, but yet we need it, we rely on it, it does a ton of damage. Now, on the other hand, asteroids have a lot more material that is valuable for mining, and they have it at much higher concentrations because right. so when a planet forms, all of the heavier materials that we're talking about sink to closer to the core. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have that problem on asteroids. They're more, much more evenly distributed. They don't, they don't sink to the power because of the power of gravity. So we can extract them much easier, well, relatively speaking. But the thought is, if we get to an asteroid and we park it in near Earth orbit and we essentially use a, it's a, like a giant magnifying glass to heat up the rock and then cool it down in a centrifuge and spin it around to separate it into the different materials that we want, we can do whatever we want without worrying about environmental damage, Mm -hmm. without violating people's rights, without destroying habitats, without having a lot of, without doing a lot of the damage that the mining does. And if we're getting all of these materials from asteroids, that's one less mine we need to open on Earth. That's one more environment we can preserve. That's one fewer indigenous tribe that has to worry about their land. Right. Okay. That, okay. That, you just changed my mind. Thank you, Greg Fish. I love this. Okay. So you said a near-Earth orbit. Could we technically like land on an asteroid, put some rockets on it, and put it wherever we want? Yep. We've actually we've actually already landed on asteroids. We've explored asteroids. But yeah, that's kind of the idea. We yeah. just um, we either put a rocket on it and guide it wherever we want, or we have a big laser that just blasts away just enough of the asteroid to change its trajectory. Wow, how long till Elon Musk sells the Armageddon experience where you live the life of Bruce Willis and save the life of the world? Uh, I don't know. How quick, how quickly do you think he can get in on this? I don't know. Elon Musk, he'll probably get on it quick. What about, like, where are we finding these asteroids? Are there enough? There's probably a ton just in our galaxy alone. Would there be? Well, there's uh, sorry, solar 822,000 yeah. just in our solar system. Okay. So technically, if we wanted to mine all the asteroids in our solar system, we would have effectively infinite resources. Wow. Like we would have, there's billions of years worth of rare earths and 
you know, gold and platinum and iridium and palladium, anything that we want is out there in, in just enormous quantities. Because what asteroids are is they're the debris from the formation of the solar system. They're the things that didn't get to be planets or things that were planets but got destroyed in the process. So there's just this planet-forming debris floating around us, surrounding us at pretty much every angle. And if we, and that's actually funny enough, uh, a lot of people ask, well, you know, a lot of science fiction movies mm -hmm. are, are premised on the idea that aliens are going to come to Earth because they want to steal our resources. They're not going to do that. They're oh. just going to mine asteroids. Dang, Greg, you just blew my mind twice. That's a great point. Another reason why they would just pass us by and not bother with us, our primitive Earthlings. Exactly. They they have no use for us. They have the asteroids. <laughs> it's so much easier than trying to conquer a planet. It's just, it really is. Wow. And, what, now, now maybe and we I'm going can do the same. To, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Um. Uh, okay, I'm going to cut you off again. Um. When it comes, to, is the issue, how far away from this technology and doing this are we, Greg? Is it still a long ways away, or are we pretty close now? No, no we're already landing on asteroids. Like we have the we have the technology to do it. Really, the only things that are standing in our way are the budgets, because the initial missions are going to cost a lot and. Uh, the problem is that the initial missions are not going to be profitable. Like the first mm -hmm. dozen missions, forget about making any money of them on them because all the technology and all the infrastructure needs to be built out first. That's that's really the big holdup. So, for example, there is an asteroid out there um, called 16 Psyche, which technically is worth 700 quadrillion dollars. <laughs> Stop it! It has 700 quadrillion Stop dollars worth it. of <laughs> no, just for and just for. If you took all the money in the world yeah. that exists right now, it would be far, far less. All the money in the world adds up to about $100 trillion. So a mere fraction of what 16 Psyche is worth. But the problem is by the time that you actually get to that asteroid, you bring it back and you start mining it, mm -hmm. you essentially lose money by the time you get it in. But the whole point is that if you start mining asteroids, the first one is difficult. The mm -hmm. next one is easier. The one after that is easier because all that infrastructure is in place. It's getting tested. There's now economies of scale. Um, there's now a kind of a, a, a um, delivery system mm -hmm. to get the materials back to Earth as quickly and cheaply as possible. And then you start making money. It's like with, with any mine, yeah. you have to do your exploration. Mm -hmm. You have to figure out how to shape the mine. You have to figure out where to dig and what's the most efficient way to do it. I mean, a mine takes many years, if sometimes a decade, to become profitable. And it's kind of the same thing with asteroid mining. So if you start looking at, you know, pricing out some of the missions, as, as um, I tried to do uh, for this article, you end up with some very optimistic numbers. So you bump them up by about 50%, knowing that mm -hmm. cost overruns in space and with unpredictable stuff is, is inevitable. Yep. And you end up in the ballpark of about $50 billion, which sounds like a lot. Money? Except it actually isn't that much yeah, yeah. when you look at the budgets of mining companies that spend like seven billion a year just for exploration, billions a year more in compliance, and billions a year more in securing mining rights. So what mining companies could do is they could partner up with companies like SpaceX, with companies like Bigelow Aerospace, uh, people who want to go into space and make space travel cheap and affordable and mm. use reusable rocket technology mm -hmm. and say, well, you get us into space, we'll build the machines 
to make this happen. And then we don't have to worry about polluting Earth and we don't have to worry about the disastrous PR and we don't have to worry about compliance because space is a radioactive vacuum and yeah. we can do whatever we want up there. Yeah. And, and we can make so much money because mining is something that humanity will have to do as long as it exists. As long as humans are around, we will need stuff. So we will need yeah. mines and miners. And if we can do it on asteroids and instead of on Earth, not only are we creating brand new industries with lots of jobs, we are also removing the pressure and pollution from Earth. And then ideally, because in space, you know, you can't like run everything on gasoline. You'll have to have yep. new technologies that can be used in microgrids here on Earth. We can reduce our reliance on fossil fuels. Mm -hmm. And if you look at who contributes most to climate change, it's something like a hundred different companies that do a lot of things with heavy construction and heavy mining and fossil fuels that contribute to something like 70% of all global warming. So there's mm. a lot of, Dang. there's a lot of wins that we can do with asteroid mining. Even if it's expensive at first, well, yeah, we are going to be so much better off in about 15, 20 years. Wow, Greg, this is a really interesting chat. And what did you, now we don't have a lot of time for this because there's only two minutes left. But I mean, with adding all this gold to the world too, would this totally completely change our like monetary system at from the core? Because it's like you know it's based on gold. But if you have all this gold, would would it change things fundamentally? There, would this would this what I'm trying to say? Would this spark fundamental changes in our society all over the place? I I would have to say so because. A lot of our monitor systems are based on scarcity yeah, or are based on, on creating artificial scarcity. Right. And if we don't have scarcity, we have to rethink how we measure economies. And a lot of people will listen to that and think, oh, we're going to go socialist or communist. But no, capitalism will be thriving. It's just we're going to measure its outcomes differently yeah. because our goals will now be different. Right. Wow, that's interesting. And I'm even thinking like, okay, there's asteroids up there. We could put like little space stations on them and have little colonies of, like you said, mar miners that live up there and, and, and do their thing. And we'd never, because to your point, we'd have to do it all in space. Could we like, like if we're done with this asteroid, could we throw some trash on it and then like just shoot it back out into space? Could we like two, kill two birds with one stone? Uh, I, you know what? I've seen it in Futurama. It does not end well. I would not recommend that. <laughs> okay, all right. We won't then. But asteroid mining, I'm in. Would you go work on a mine on an asteroid, Greg Fish? I probably wouldn't have to because it would, it would mostly be done by robots. I would probably be controlling it from Earth. But yeah, I'd probably oh, write cool. some software for robots for to mine, uh, to mine asteroids. Always wanted to get into robotics. Oh, yeah. Well, I would totally uh, dig that. Awesome. Greg, this was a great chat. Thank you very much for joining us today, as always. Always a pleasure. Greg Fish, World of Weird Things, Asteroid Mining. Boom. Because I was like, well, why don't we just fix the Earth and make it better instead of going out to space and ruining space? <laughs> Imagine fixing but the Earth. But then Greg's like, no, dude, just get off Earth. Get off the Earth, bro. Mine some asteroids. And, like, seriously, you just put a rocket on it, put it into, like, a high orbit, let it sit there, get your palladium, your adamantium, and you're there. Cool, man. Cool. Okay, then we're going to do some Are You Okays in a bit. We're going to get some more sandwiches because we have so many texts at 877-399-9898 about the sandwich that changed your life. For example, Barb in Winnipeg texts, ice cream sandwich. <laughs> nice. Hey, you know what? It's a Dude, sandwich. 
I get an ice cream sandwich once a week. That is that is one hundred percent fair. That's my one treat. The only one. You know, you get the like the the chocolate chip cookie one too. Oh, you go yeah, for the, the, yeah. the chocolate sometimes, chip cookie sometimes, ones. Ooh. sometimes. Big spender. Well, you know, I work in radio. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. they pay me in pumpkin seeds. <laughs> yeah. This is the Shift Daily Podcast. What's the sandwich that changed your life? Oh, here's one. This. I'm going to be honest. This is going to get erotic. Oh, okay. Favorite sandwich ever. Sourdough, thick slice of tomato, feta cheese, sprinkle of olive oil. I already read that one. Wanted to do it again because it sounds delightful. Here's another one from Glenn at 877-399-9898. It is directions, too. Anything with a cast iron skillet, I'm in. Season a cast iron skillet with a slice of onion and proceed to making. Can you get me some, um, some, uh, some like Barry White? Uh, instrumental Isley brothers between the sheets maybe, no no i want some no, like um, some love unlimited maybe Ooh, for right. when i read these because it's just too it's erotic we need to set the tone we'll do some are you okay's in a minute as soon as i read the rest of these tweets i'll just let matt get that rolling he's working his magic the skills to pay the bills got a couple are you okay's once okay here we go Whew. season a cast iron skillet with a slice of onion and proceed to making a grilled cheese with three slices bacon wedged between a slice old cheddar and a slice of mozzarella. Mmm, that's from Glenn. Yeah, see, I like that. That works. <laughs> it's freaking mad out. Okay, here we go. You mentioned something about a sandwich with brie. Try this on for size. Sourdough. Sun-dried tomato pesto. Brie, grilled portobello mushroom cap that's been marinated in red wine and rosemary. Holy crap, that's amazing. Wow. Okay. Derek. Oh, that was awesome. I couldn't even keep it together. Red wine and rosemary. That's delightful. All right, this is from Donnie at 877-399-9898. Grilled peanut butter and banana sandwich is amazing, too. Yeah. Gary says liverworth. Liverworth. <laughs> Oh, I snorted. Double, double snort. Liverwurst with homemade pickled cucumbers and bean sprouts with Dijon mustard on a dark rye bread. Optional jalapeno Havarti cheese. Oh, baby. <laughs> Ooh, jalapeno, jalapeno Havarti cheese. Any Havarti cheese. Delicious. Yeah. Especially them, some of that garlic Havarti. Ooh, oh, yeah. 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 Got another text at 877-399-9898. What are you, a millennial? Avocado, bacon, and cheddar. Ooh, okay. On artisanal whole wheat or real Ukrainian rye. Cat and Gimli. Avocado bacon. That avocado's a good thing. They're supposed to be extinct, you know. We kept them alive. I've heard that. And now we have guacamole. And now we have guac. Holy guacamole. Okay, I mentioned the egg salad earlier, and then uh, someone came. Yeah, here we go. Egg salad? Question mark. Wait, can't I? Egg salad? I don't have to say the question mark. Ooh la la. Basic egg sandwich is the bomb. Now, what do you mean, basic egg sandwich? Is that just egg with some mayonnaise on some bread? Because I dig that. I'm not sure. Okay. Rob texted 877-399-9898. Uh, Montreal smoked meat with roasted red peppers and Swiss cheese on pumpernickel. Oh, I forgot about the pumpernickel. Mm-hmm. You know what we haven't heard much of is the marble rye as well. Yeah. Which is delightful. Um, I taxed Andrew to get me some intel on Aaron O'Toole's new conservative leader, Aaron O'Toole's sandwich choice. And 
by Jove, you found something. Yeah, so in 2018, <laughs> and this appears to be a yearly thing for, uh, for uh, Mr. O'Toole, uh, he judges the annual grilled cheese contest. Get out. Um, at a place called the Piano Inn and Cafe in Port Perry, Ontario. Okay. Uh, they raised funds in 2018 for the Port Perry Hospital. Good stuff. That's what I like to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I found on Twitter, uh, the winner for that year was the cheese and chili chicken on sourdough. However, um, somebody by the name of Sarah Bozveld on Twitter pressed him for uh, what his oh favorite sandwich God. was at the wow. time. Wow. Wow, Andrew. I'm impressed right now. I'm going to be honest. Go ahead. And for the, and he tweets, <laughs> for the record, while Chief Kelly LaRocca and I liked the cheese and chili chicken sandwich, yeah. the topic of the event was a delightful Brion cranberry bread. Whoa, that was my sandwich description from earlier. And this is from October the 13th, 2018. Oh, it's a tasty treat. Right? Wow. Okay, cool. And I'm all for uh, grilled cheese sandwich contests. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? If, if, the conservative, if the new Conservative Party platform runs on grilled cheese sandwich contests. Uh, look, off that sandwich judging thing, I have to vote for them right? almost like now. They, they, they may have my vote with that. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with that. how you appeal to the folks. 877-399-9898. Got some texts about the sandwich that changed your life. The original all-meat sandwich KFC. Double down. Oh, God. Oh, oh. baby. So, two boneless chicken breasts with bacon in the middle yeah. and sauce. It was double your daily sodium taken in one sand. I always dreamt oh, man. of the double down. Oh, my. Yes. And I learned during the break that the one and only Matt has enjoyed this tasty treat. I have enjoyed it exactly twice. <laughs> Will you ever again? Never. Never. That's, that is once more than I have. Do you feel gross while you're doing it or after? Both. Both? Yes. Yeah. It's double the gross. It's so much chicken, right? Well, it's not that it's so much chicken. It's the combination <laughs> yeah. of the, the fried kernel at, like as bread <laughs> oh, and then God. bacon and some kind of oh. sauce. Oh. And it's just, uh, it was an abomination yeah. even on paper as an idea. <laughs> like even now I want, I want to try it, but hearing you describe it, I don't want to try it. I, I remember the one time that I had it, I, 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 I took it to go and I pulled it out of the bag and what followed was this kind of a uh, primal dread in the pit of my stomach. Oh, did you make a noise That's even? Like, yeah, I was like... Mm. Like sideshow Bobby, like... Ooh, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, and then like I picked it up and I felt wrong. Yeah. It felt it felt incorrect. But you ate it anyways. Oh, I ate all, all of it. For you. Well, the, the thing that mystifies me is yeah. that I, I had it the first time and had all that reaction, but then I ate it again. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I respect that, dude. So I don't know why or what was going on in my life. <laughs> Or my don't worry about it. My feelings. Don't about question myself. it. Don't don't question it. See, so you're gonna go into your feelings about everything. Just leave it alone, Matt. Yeah. It's okay. You do what you want because you're a grown man and you're allowed to do it. Uh, just, <laughs> even if it doesn't if it doesn't feel good, you, you still got to do it. You got to do it, man. Thank you for listening to the Shift Daily podcast. Tune into the show online or on the radio.